0: You own, boy? Which Without side are you on, boy? Yeah. boy? Which mm-hmm. side are you on, my God? Which side are you on, boy? Which side See, before I draw the line, let me welcome you close To all the folks who knew Obama, sold the people of hopes, Gave the money to suckers while our community's still poor Withdrew the troops but started another war Colonizing, terrorizing, creating the oil crisis So they can make a killer, no food and gas prices Prisons and spitter, they trying to lock up the future Militarized borders and control of computers Want a stupid bump of music that ain't for the
1: shortest, Stop the War Gets It Wrong Again In its dotage, the Stop the War coalition is continuing to masquerade as a broad-based anti-war movement whilst doing all it can do to undermine any forces that are actually serious about mobilizing against imperialism. Stop the War's latest abomination is to sponsor a march through London entitled March for Yemen. If this sounds like a march in solidarity with the anti-imperialist Yemeni resistance, you need to take a closer look at the route announced on the leaflet advertising the event. After paying a visit to the embassies of Saudi Arabia and the UAE, the two Arab countries leading the barbarous onslaught on Yemen, the protest trail winds up at, wait for it, the Iranian embassy. On Stop the War's past record we can be sure that the purpose of this latter visit is not to express solidarity with Tehran and thank it for the fraternal support it is giving to Yemen's liberation struggle. This is always how Stop the War operates, pouring a teaspoon of tar into every barrel of honey and striving at all costs to steer workers away from uniting with those who are genuinely resisting imperialism. When in January the US carried out the cold-blooded murder by a drone in Baghdad of Iranian national hero Major General Qassem Soleimani, Stop the War responded by a pointing out that the assassination was quote an extremely serious and dangerous escalation of conflict with global significance, end quote. And B, declaring that, quote, We urge the restraint on the part of both Iran and the US, end quote. At a stroke equating the forces of resistance with imperialist aggressors, Iran, heeding wiser counsels than this, decided that on this occasion the best form of defence was attack and proceeded to lay into US occupation forces in Iraq. In February, two US soldiers and one British soldier were killed when the Taji military base was rocketed, and the retaliatory airstrikes that followed only triggered more punishment from the occupying forces as the base drew further attacks. These bases, intended by the US as launch pads for aggression against Iran, are starting to look more like sitting ducks for Iran backed militias. Consequently, in March, bases at Kirkuk, Qaim, and Qayyara were closed down, and in April, at Air Airbase was shuttered too. The moral is clear the only way to teach imperialism restraint is by standing up to it. The plan to protest outside the Iranian embassy recalls another shameful embassy visit back in 2011, when Stop the War celebrated, the imperialist backed counter-revolution in Benghazi by standing outside the Libyan embassy and loudly denouncing Colonel Muammar Gaddafi. In this way, the anti-war coalition demobilized the anti-war movement, sending the message loud and clear to British workers that the imperialists were right in planning to overthrow Libya's government. Those who refuse to understand the difference between a just war and an unjust war and make a show of sitting on the fence and urging everyone to show quote, restraint, are condemned to end up on the wrong side, the side of imperialism. Just as when it sends oil tankers to Venezuela by giving what fraternal support it can to the brave resistance of the Yemeni people, Iran is showing how seriously it takes its part in the empty imperialist struggle. Workers in Britain need a leadership that is prepared to do likewise support the axis of resistance, victory to the Yemeni people.